narcissist is defined as a person whose personality qualities include thinking highly of themselves, excess need for admiration and attention, belief that others are inferior, as well as a lack of empathy for others. This is my wife and I's story of our own narcissist-in-law. Good, it's actually morning right now. Good morning, everybody. It is morning. Good yep. morning. And welcome to the... Narcissist-in-law. <laughs> Sorry, I was scratching my head. I got distracted. narcissist in la podcast episode eight. Ooh, we I need to... We remembered this time. We did remember because I looked it up before. <laughs> so we didn't technically remember it. They don't have to know that. They do. They do. Okay. All right, so we left off episode seven. We talked about Riley's smashing first birthday, um, and then kind of ended, I would say, a little bit of a cliffhanger um, going into, uh, I'm having a brain fart here, um, what Mark told your work, because y'all both worked at the same place. Yep, yep. Which was? Home health? No. What he told. Oh, what he told. Sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm tired. We had a dance competition all weekend. Um, I won. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so where we left off last time. So we actually worked at the same place. That's how I got the job in home health. And when I started there, we were all in a call rotation, all the staff nurses. And... I noticed that he wasn't on the call schedule for the weekends, and I inquired as to why, and one of the schedulers actually told me that he said he could not take call on the weekend because he had to watch his grandchild. Yep. I was livid. I went and talked to my boss and one of my supervisors, and I said, you know, um, he's not watching his grandchild. That is my child. He is no blood relation. Keep in mind, like we said in the last podcast, he is close to our age, like within just a couple of years. Um, and I said, you know, if if I'm leaving my child somewhere, it is with her grandmother, who, mm-hmm. yes, he happened to be dating or at that time dating her and living in the same house. However, I was not entrusting him with my child. God, no, never. <laughs> um. But, yeah, so that that was the reason. So that was kind of like strike one, you know, in there. And then that kind of brought up some other issues throughout the year. Yeah, so going on from her for, her fourth, my God, her first birthday. So, like, between the first and second, yeah, like, there she, was highs and lows. Yeah, and we had, um, so one of the first ones I can think of um, just to do with work was um, kind of fast forward into, like, Thanksgiving of that year. Um, we, I had, we all had to work. I mean, you didn't really get a day off. And so I woke up on Thanksgiving morning, had a patient, went out there. They didn't answer the door. Um, so we packed up. Yeah. So I went back home. We packed up. We drove down to Brunswick to have Thanksgiving with my family. And then we were going to drive back to Pembroke to have Thanksgiving with Jason's family. And we got there and, um, I was supposed to have the next day off. And I couldn't have the day off because he called out. Because he was, he said he called out because he wasn't feeling well because he was fucking hammered. Yeah. So while I'm literally sitting in the kitchen, um, the yeah. scheduler texts me and is like, 
I'm so sorry, but you're going to have to work tomorrow. Mark just called out sick. And I was like, he's not fucking sick. He's drunk. Like. He's drunk right here. Yeah. I said, I'm sitting in the kitchen. He's in the bathroom puking. So, and oddly enough, he did the same thing at Christmas. Um, And later on, I did get the opportunity to kind of call it out to my mother-in-law and say, you know, I had to work and leave my child in the care of you guys because he called out just, you know, as a selfish maneuver. Um, Like she cared. Yeah, no, she didn't care. Um, But those were kind of some of the work issues, you know, that I was running into being in the same place as him. And, um, but as far as with her, with Teresa. Yeah, so that's, you know, that's going on and that's creating tension because, you know, it's, she's dating him. But in the meantime of all that with Teresa, so... I'm adopted a lot. <laughs> three times. <laughs> three three different moms. And third time wasn't a charm. No, no, no. <laughs> so the second one, her name is Lisa. Mm-hmm. Um, her and my dad divorced. I don't ask the timeline. Um, but it ended for a whole nother, that's a whole nother conversation about why it ended. Um, yeah. But... It ended on not so good terms, like with me saying, you know, didn't want to see her or anything like that. Fast forward, my God, 10 years, I guess, approximately. I decided I want to kind of try and reconnect. Mm-hmm. And Teresa had told me plenty of times she has no issues with it. Yeah, I mean, she would she would literally say she had no issues with it. But it was never an issue because Jason never wanted to reconnect. And I think she thought I ever would. But there oh. was a time when... You know, a little bit of backstory. You know, honestly, I think that when Teresa came into Jason's life, she just didn't like Lisa because she's the other woman. And whether she did wrong by your dad or not, I just think it was just one of those situations that she wanted her completely out of the picture and wanted you to herself and all that. And there was, I mean, there was some things that weren't good and all that, but Teresa kind of fed into it and like, it kept encouraging and nudging me to just yeah. cut all, and you know, off, when you're all contact, a, so I did. And when you're a teenager, you're impressionable. Yep. And I, I really, truly believe that that's what happened. And um, I didn't even know this woman, you know. But then Jason had had a few hard years. I mean, his dad died. He never got to really, you yeah, know, grieve what... about that because he was in the Coast Guard. But then when we moved back to Brunswick, right before Riley was born, when I was pregnant, he had bladder cancer. Yep. Um, and then that led to problems with school. He f- failed one of the classes he was taking during that time. It was just this big mess of things, which started like our downward financial spiral. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think he was just kind of searching, and, you know, Lisa had reached out to him on Facebook a few times, and so that was one of the reasons he was just kind of trying to explore, I guess, to find a connection to his dad, too. Yep. You know? So we agreed to go to dinner a couple of times. Yep. And it went well for the most part. It was a little odd, you know, but, I mean, God has been forever. It's yeah. going to be a little weird, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, and, and Teresa found out and was just livid Livid. just pissed which i honestly feel like that fueled some of her other things oh it did throughout the year you know absolutely um one of the stories during that time which side note was we were talking about that quilt the other day 
Um, oh, yeah. That was during this time. So this is just something like really petty that she would do. Um, so we couldn't afford Riley um, a bedding set. And so Riley hated her crib. Yes. Hated it. She loved our bed. So when she was 16 months old, we decided to switch her bed to a toddler bed. But she still didn't want to sleep in it because she wanted a big bed like ours. Yep. So my mom had an extra twin mattress. And so we decided, well, we'll just get it and put it on the floor, you know, because we were so worried about her rolling off if we got a regular bed. Yep, exactly. Um, so we got the twin mattress, got rid of the crib. She was so happy. However, we didn't have any covers or anything for it. I had some sheets that were some old sheets, but we just couldn't afford a bedding set at that time. So, so we had this, was that a, Teresa bought it, right? Yeah. So, yep. but we were using blankets. We just yeah. had some sheets and using some blankets and she was completely happy with that. Yeah. So, but we were trying to make a room special, you know? So Teresa told me one day to get online and find a bedding set that I liked and she would buy it for me. Yep. We said, didn't okay. ask her to do this. She nope. did this on our own. So I get online on target. I find a twin quilt set, real cute. It's like pink and, you know, pastel colors. Um, and I don't, I, I can't even remember if it came with sheets or what, but anyway, it wasn't very expensive, like maybe no. 50 to 60 bucks. Um, so I sent her the link and but she, a really nice quilt actually. Yeah. Still have it. <laughs> um, so I sent her the link and she told me she ordered it. And then like, I'm telling Riley, which I mean, granted she's not even two, so she doesn't really understand, but you know, she's getting excited about her bed, you know, my, yep. my big girl bed, you know? So, um, Teresa told me for weeks it was on back order. I feel like we kind of discussed this a little bit. We discussed it a, a smidge. Maybe, but I know episode. we, I know me you and Riley were talking about it on the yeah. couch the other day. But I, I felt like we did discuss it. And if we did, good. I mean, it doesn't matter because this is when, the timeline of when it happened. Yeah. But I do feel like, but maybe it's because we talked about it personally. Yeah. Um, but finally, I was just like fed up. I'm like, okay, like if, if she's not going to buy it, like I just need to know so that I can, you know, maybe ask my mom to help me. Maybe we can put some aside some money and yeah. check something. So, um, I confronted her about it and she's like, it is on back order. And I'm like, well, that's funny because when I go to target.com right now and order it, it says it will be here in two days. And that pissed her off. So she decided to go online and she sent me a screenshot of where she had ordered it. However, she didn't take out the date she'd ordered it. She sent me the full screen. So I could see that she had just placed the order and she ordered the wrong damn size. She ordered like a king size because I had her so pissed off at me. So then I messaged her and I'm like, I can see you ordered it right then and you ordered a king. (laughs) So that pissed her off even more. And so I just told her, I said, you know what? Don't worry about it. I don't want it. You're the one who told me that you would buy it. If it was going to be that big of a deal, then I don't even know why you offered, you know? I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, she offered, there was never a ask or even, like, a implication that we would love for you to buy. Nothing yeah. like that. We were fine with blankets. Like, yeah. you know? So, um, long story short, she orders it. But then, a couple of years later, we moved into a different house, and Riley, um, we got her a double bed because... I was always having to go and lay with her. Sometimes she'd wake up at night. So we decided to get a double bed. That way, if I had to go in there, it was a little bit bigger. And we got her. She wanted frozen comforter. She was really into frozen at that time. 
So get her a frozen comforter, and I send my mother-in-law a picture of Riley in her bed being all cute, and she this says... a couple of years later. Yeah, this is like okay, two years after later. After her buying the, the bedding. Yeah. So she sends me a text back, and says, oh, that's so cute. And then like five minutes later is like, um, if you're not going to use that quilt I, that I bought for her twin bed, I would really like that back. And I was like, oh, no, I've been using that blanket on the couch. Which I did, and I still do to this yeah. day. That like, is my it favorite. Is a, for a sixty dollars bedding set, that is a yeah. That is a really, really nice. It quilt. is my favorite blanket to cover up with. Yeah. on the couch. It's a good. I mean, it is is huge because she ordered like a California King almost. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like a twin extra long, honestly. Yeah, but it's perfect. Like it is a good yeah. like rainy day on the couch quilt. Yeah, but yeah, we still use it, and um, but that's just. Like I said, side note, one of the little petty things, but it just kind of was all tied into around this time with Lisa, too. This is when she kind of started with all this pettiness, yeah. you know. Yep. So, kind of leading into the the pettiness of it. So, oh, my God, I'm trying to remember all the little things with Lisa in that year because we're going up to the big thing. But it was just little tiny things. Like, she would just be petty like that. Yeah, and... Uh, well, she always took um, Riley to that. Um, oh, yeah. The, so she would take her to a St. Patrick's Day parade um, at a, a place near here. We wouldn't go. It's, it's a, I don't even know how to describe the area. Um, I don't either. It's like a little coastal town, but. A little coastal like community. Yeah. And they have it. It's all golf carts like for the, uh, for the parade. And she always wanted to take Riley. And I think the reason she wants to take Riley is because Lisa always had a house down there. Mm-hmm. Didn't live there at the time. They would just come and stay every now and then. But they would always be at the parade. And I think Teresa was doing it just to be a petty little bitch. Yep. And just kind of rub it in Lisa's face. Yeah. And, like, then th- this particular year, uh, yeah. um, she knew that we had had, you know, dinner with Lisa a couple of times and all that. So she really made a point to be like, you know, I got to take Riley to the parade. And I, I feel like we had something else going on. I mean, Riley was still young. She wasn't even two, but she was just so adamant and bought her this whole little outfit and this little chair to sit with and everything. Yeah. And, and then made a point to tell us that she saw Lisa at the parade. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of like, okay. And yeah, you know, like we didn't care, but those also with these parades and stuff, it was a pain in the ass to get Riley back. Yes, because well, she would always make an excuse because they would shut down traffic until mm-hmm. the parade was over. But the parade will be over pretty soon. Yeah, I like got over at like three, and they would open it back up for traffic. Yeah, because the parade started at like ten, you know, so they'd open it back up and. Yeah, it would take forever to get Riley back. And keep in mind, at this time, we lived in Pooler, so they had to come back towards where we were. Yeah. It wasn't like they were going away from us. No. Um, but there was that, and then um, I think more leading up to the whole downfall, Mother's Day was the same, because Parade was in March. We had Mother's Day in May. Right. And I left her house that year. Remember, we got up and left. Oh yeah, well, I can't. What happened though? Oh so wait, no. We wait. Try to remember. Uh, well, try to remember. Nope. Don't have a. Okay. Don't have a clue. So, um, like I said, we had been been having dinner with Lisa, 
Teresa would make comments and she would just say like, you know, if, if that's what you want to do, that's fine, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I just don't like her. You just need to be careful with her. You know, she she's going to do you wrong, you know. Yeah. And so um, we had had these little things occur and I was just really starting to get mad. You yeah. know, everything was just getting under my skin. Because, I mean, little things will slowly build. Right. And I hadn't said anything. I had kept my mouth shut. And, you know, during this time, like we said in the last podcast, I think, you know, we had filed bankruptcy and we're relying a lot on them as far as stuff for Riley. So it was Mother's Day and Teresa and all them were having a dinner at Jason's Mimi's house and they wanted us to come. I didn't really want to go. I wanted to go to my family's for Mother's Day, Yeah, which is pretty typical for us. That's where we both wanted to be. It wasn't just a situation of it was my saying Jason fully. No, was I, right. I always after we got together and my dad died, and things changed. I never wanted to be at that for yeah. events, and not just because my dad died, but it's because of it was. It was just they didn't awkward. treat us the same. Yeah, it, we felt like outsiders when we went oh, there. Absolutely. You know, we they would all be hanging out, and like I would kind of get stuck, like kind of sitting by myself. You know, um, I, or I would just sit and like not really talk. You know, yeah. So it was just kind of this awkward like dynamic when we were there but I still always encouraged Jason to be a part of holidays and stuff so when we could be and so you know since we both had to work like on that I think Jason actually worked maybe that morning he was working at GameStop around this time um or either at home I can't remember I don't but, remember either at this but point for whatever reason we didn't go to Brunswick that year so we go to Pembroke, and we're at his Mimi's house, and we're sitting in the living room, and his cousins start telling us how Teresa's been talking about That's us. right. Yeah. Yes. And Especially Jordan was telling us. Yeah. Um, Jordan is Jason's youngest cousin, yep. and she all, she actually was one of the ones who always liked me. Um, but they're just in there telling us how Teresa's just been bashing us and saying we're always out drinking, getting so drunk we can't handle our own child. Yeah, and that's that's why Riley's always with them. Um, we started hearing a lot of things around this time of how they would do things with Riley when we weren't around. You know, we would tell them like, please don't feed her this or you know do this, and they just like wouldn't feed her the baby food we'd send or. And one of these people was um. David's now ex-wife. Yeah, that they actually lived in the house with Teresa for yes. a little while. And she would kind of take care of Riley. And she would, like, tell me everything that was going on. Because yeah. I think she kind of caught on that Teresa was just lying to us. And we would get Riley back. and Or she'd hear Teresa on the phone. And she would text me and be like, she's lying. And, like, everything she just told you is a lie. Yeah. You know? So... And keep in mind, like, all these stories are being told from different people. And they're all lighting up yeah like that yeah they're very 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 similar so we're sitting in the living room and i don't even think we had ate dinner yet and i just looked at jason and i was like i want to go home and he was like you want to go home and i was like yep i was like let's get our child i'm going home i was like it is mother's day and i'm not gonna subject myself to this yeah. i'm going home i can't remember what did we say i think we just said i wasn't feeling good or whatever yeah but Teresa knew something was wrong you know yeah. she she knew so we got our stuff and we excused ourselves and we left um yep, yep. i do remember this now yep and um so we went back home and i i was just livid you know and we're just 
talking all the way home about it and we're we're at our wits end like you know what do we do how do we approach this and Jason's like I'm just so done with her I want to be done with her well we make plans to take our take Riley to the Jacksonville Zoo yep and so we go and we were going to stay the night with my mom that night yep and that was a we we Teresa knew this is what we were doing too this is the funny thing mm-hmm. like she knew this so yep. we go to the zoo we're having a good old time yep. we come back and on the way back, Lisa calls. Yep. And I thought that was weird because she was just call. Yeah. And said that she heard from someone else in town mm-hmm. that we are, that we've been drinking. And like, so like just not even family members at this point, just random people yeah. that we're all, like, Teresa's going around saying that we're drunks and we're just drinking all the time. We can't take care of Riley. We don't deserve Riley, things like that. And I was just yep. like. Yep. And yeah. keep, keep in mind, our child's with us. Yeah. <laughs> we took with her to us, the zoo. To the zoo. <laughs> and um, yeah, that, I just remember like, in, if that was an incident by itself, I might've found it kind of suspicious, but considering everything else we had just heard months ago, mm-hmm. maybe months ago, I, the timeline, I don't remember. Oh, instantly instantly got pissed yeah and we get off the phone and i honestly can't remember if you called or if you texted well isn't this one of the time too where she thought we were actually with lisa yeah. instead of going to the zoo for something like we would like why would we yeah lie? she yeah she there's a lot going like in this situation with the zoo thing in this there's like a lot of lo- weird little things also yeah really. she had people like trying to spy on us saying that we were like in showman's bluff yeah. and like confronted us about that and we were like we were in jacksonville like and then we stayed at my mom's like and yeah. got up and came home the next and day like even if we were in shelman's buff like why would we lie about that we don't give us two shits if you know where we're at yeah so um but all this led to you know i think i called her yeah no, wait i i honestly cannot i remember. can't remember i feel like it was a phone call I feel like it was a phone call, and then there was a lot of texting. Oh, there was a lot of texting, but wait. Did we do it then, or did I wait till we got Because I specifically remember sitting in the living room. I think we waited till we got home. Yeah. I think we talked about it, like, all the way home. Yeah. And then I kept asking him, I'm like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm done with her. I'm done. And I, you know, I was like, okay, you know. So, I, I think I, oh God, I can't remember now. I want to, I'm leaning more towards our text. You might have. Because I know how she is on the phone. Yeah, she just cuts you off. She cuts you off. So this is like a big thing, and it's a recurring theme. Um, But she will, if she realizes she's losing, she's in the wrong, whatever, she'll start cutting you off and talking over you. And then she'll just all of a sudden start crying to Mm -hmm. try and get sympathy. And she realizes the sympathy isn't working. She immediately gets pissed. Like, really pissed. Yep. Yep. And, yeah, I think you did text, and... Um, and then I feel like after you text, there was a couple of exchanges between y'all, but Jason is really good. At, he just like won't answer. Oh yeah. I don't have a, and at that time, <laughs> I don't have a problem. <laughs> at that time I had a pretty good temper, so I could not answer. So I started texting her because this, you know, really this had to do with me too. It wasn't just him. You know, I remember that the, the, the final thing happened. It was a phone call and I said, Something on, I was like, well, you're never going to see us or Riley again. Yeah. And then I hung up on her. Yep. And then that's when a lot of the texting started. Yeah. 
And so, and she wouldn't talk to me on the phone, but she would text me. Yeah. And we went back and forth through messages, and I basically was just telling her, you know, how shitty I thought she was, and, you know, that um, we were, you know, good parents, and I couldn't believe she would spread those rumors. And this all circled back around to where she's like, I told you that Lisa would ruin y'all, and she's just trying to get you against me. Can't you see what she's doing? And, you know, just all this. So... Um, I eventually quit texting her and, and we didn't talk to them for like three months. Yeah. And the only exchange we had God, was between three months it was, it was so peaceful. And the age for Riley was perfect because yeah. at first she knew something was wrong and she, cause she saw Teresa a decent bit, but going in like halfway through the second month, she didn't even talk about her anymore. No. Like she kind of, for, it, yeah, she forgot. She, she, was, she, she, was, she was two. Yeah. And, like, I, you know, I was having a harder time with it, I think, because, you know, I mean, that's part of a narcissist is, you know, they, they still make you feel like you need them, you know. And so I was having a little bit harder time because I was like, well, this is Jason's family and Riley's family. And, you know, it doesn't matter what I think of them, you know, I still need to, you know, I'm taking relationships away from them and I didn't want it to be about me, you know, even though she'd been treating me badly for years at this point, years. you know, I still didn't want it to be about me. So, um, you know, I kept telling Jason, like, you know, just talk to her. And he was like, no, I'm not talking to her. Well, during this time we had Easter and we had Riley's birthday. And at one point, no, I remember I, they, Teresa, Okay, so there's actually a lot. Teresa had my dad. I don't know if I'd call him his best friend, but one of my dad's friends. Oh, he, Sandy. Sandy called me. Yeah. Trying to talk to me. And so, like, you know, you can't trust what these people are saying and blah, blah, blah. And I just want to be like, there's a whole backstory of Sandy. Yeah. Just, I'm just like. Sandy never liked me either. Like. It's because of Teresa. It's too, because right? of Teresa. Like, I, he rarely even spoke to me. Yeah. But was around a lot. But when I was there, like, I don't, I couldn't tell you anything about this man because he literally never spoke to me. Yeah, no, he was not, he um, was not good. But, so we, um, you know, during this time, I mean, I, I think I was having more of a harder time. And, and someone did contact us, and I can't remember if it was Teresa or who it was, but someone contacted us and said that they had stuff. Some of my dad's stuff. Fucking... Oh my God, what, five <laughs> years, four years later? Yeah, four years later. I almost didn't have stuff for my, like, that I've been asking for. You know, like, how Six years later. Yeah. How ridiculous is that? Yeah. So, so we drove to Pembroke one and, weekend. And they, they had it sitting on the back. Yep. Teresa and Mark were inside. They did not come out. They had it sit on the back and they had an Easter basket for Riley. Yep. And I, did we give it to her? Um, yeah, but I think we just <laughs> said it was from us because I'm pretty sure in um, her Easter pictures that year, she's using that basket. But we went down to Brunswick for Easter, um, had a good Easter with my family and all that. Riley didn't yep. know any different. Um, and then her birthday came. Um, we celebrated her birthday without them. Um, that was nice. Yeah. And then... Um, so much. There's just no drama. Like, it was so peaceful. Yeah. 
And then I had to drive to Pembroke one day. I actually had to drive to Claxton. So I had to go through Pembroke one day um, to go see a patient for work. And, of course, you know, somebody sees me driving through. And Jordan had kind of periodically been texting me because she was still young at this point. And, she, you know, she was like a teenager. You know, so Jordan had been kind of periodically texting me. And she was like, you know, we miss y'all, like, I wish that Jason would talk to Teresa. She misses y'all, blah, 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 you know. And, I mean, like I said, she's a teenager. She's too naive at that point to really realize everything. And that's her aunt. So, I mean, she's, yeah. you know, it. everybody also kind of knew that, like, Teresa's a bitch. But because it's their family, they were just like, oh, whatever, you yeah. know. So, um, and, and Teresa kept Jordan a lot when she was younger. Oh, so wow. they had a different bond. Like when I first met them, Jordan was always with them. Yeah. She was like seven or eight when I first started coming around. Um, so I had taught, you know, I had told Jason, I talked to Jordan and Teresa wanted to meet him. And Jason was skeptical about it. And I was the one kind of pushing for it. Yeah, which I believe me, I'm very sorry I did now. Um, but Jason uh, was kind of pushing for. I mean, I was kind of pushing Jason for it, and so um, I told Teresa that Jason would talk with him, but I had to talk with her first. Yep, that was the only way she was getting to him or my child. So we met at World of Beer, sat there and talked for a second. Everything seemed normal for a second, you know, just like. You know, she's trying to make you feel comfortable. And then um, we kind of started off, and she basically said, you know, she didn't she didn't do any of that stuff. That was what she maintained. You know, she didn't do any of that. And so when it was my turn to talk, I basically confronted her about all of Mark's stuff as far as work, um, the way that he kind of treated Riley sometimes when we were around as far as, like, you know, him trying to just take over. I made sure she knew that that was not her child, and it was not Mark's child. And whatever me and Jason said is what's going to go on because she's our child. Um, But I also told her, I said, you know, I know that you haven't liked me since me and Jason have been together. And she again told me, no, it's just because... He always dated all these people. No, I did. I I would get close to him. And I told her, I said, well, Teresa, we're married now and we have a child. So obviously I'm not going anywhere. And I said, I love your son. I will fight for your son. I said, but um, I can't do this. And I I basically told her, I said, if you want a relationship with your son or my child, you're going to have to get along with me. That's just the way it is. I said, and Jason agrees with me on that part too. You're just going to have to get along with me. And she said, okay. So then I called Jason and he brought Riley up there. Um, and honestly, Riley was kind of awkward when she first got up there. Cause yeah. again, you know, two year old, like you don't, <laughs> she stopped existing. Yeah. You know, so it was a little bit awkward. And then we reintroduced them and her and Jason talked and, um, everything seemed okay for the moment. <laughs> yep. You would think so. <laughs> yep. But of course, I mean, we wouldn't be doing this podcast if, if there would... wasn't more. Yep. <laughs> And that is actually perfect. Yeah. Yep. Good spot. Yep. Good, 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 good spot. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Same thing as always. Like, subscribe, five stars, whatever you can, wherever you listen, if you like us. 
Room above pod. Man, my voice has broke. Hit puberty. The room above pod at gmail.com if you have any feedback. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Thank you.